All right, we're back, everybody. Strewman here, the four outdoorsman. I was gone last week, and Sam was in Florida, and Sam was in Nashville, and Mark was up at Lake of the Woods, and well, we're Fest back. Fest. We're we, back. We're busy folks. We're folks. <laughs> How do you do that with kids? I, I enjoy it because I can just do it. That's got to be tough, man. With you, eight kids involved, seven kids involved. That's crazy. Yeah, I just um, I have the excuse that sorry, honey, it's just part of my job. Yeah, you know? I'm sure it's it is, not yeah. an excuse. Yeah. He has the reasoning. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm a better dad when I can take a break every once in a while. To be honest Ooh, with you, oh, that's a good that's a good line. You know, sure. Yeah, I was thinking about it. You know, I, we one we brought the kids to Florida, but maybe the Lord was telling me something because after church we have a little bookstore, and I bought a book on how to be a better father. Really, I don't know if it's because of so much traveling <laughs> lately, but it was 80 days of prayers and stories on how to be a better father. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna buy it. What do you uh, need to work on? Um. Let's get real personal in a hurry. <laughs> um, I probably need to work on patience. Yeah, me too, man. Um, you know, I have four wonderful kids. The oldest just turned eight last week. Happy birthday, James. I think patience is probably the thing I need to work on the most. Because I, re- I need to remember, yeah. like, Luke, who has, like, a tantrum, like, just turned five. Come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, like that's patience. I got to learn patience oh, as well. Oh, there, I see what you see, did. There. I know what you did. Yeah. I kind of got you just thrown. shot him eyes. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? I, I got very confused there, but I like what you did. Sir. There you yes, go. Yeah, we all can learn a little. We're learning patience. patience. Yes, we are. It is the season of Lent. Let's learn a little patience. Oh, it is season of Lent. I didn't do an ash thing. I didn't give anything up this time, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm going to hell. No, you're not. not. Funny story. (laughs) We were at this wrestling match today, and it was at Totino Grace, and a guy walked by, and he still had ashes on his head. I'm like... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, five days. <laughs> like, he still had it on. And it was, the priest got him good and deep because yeah. it was still had a dark yeah, permanent hue. Permanent marker. Like a really, it was, like dark hue to it. But good for him. It's like, uh, you know, when he's, he's so proud of himself. Like when you get your first deer and you put it on the hood of your car for a week and drive through McDonald's every yeah, day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> look at me, look at me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good person. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, we we're all traveling. We're back. Brandon, it's good to see you. See you as always. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, it's just not the same when you're not here. But uh, it's nice to mix it up. Yeah. yeah, come in once in a while. It is cool listening to the show from Capra's though, and it does yeah. give me a t- like when you guys aren't here. I usually bring my dog, and yeah. then I get to play with her and listen to your show. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Do you like the background ambiance of the <laughs> phones ringing yeah. and yeah. yeah, it makes it real. Rock you know? station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People in your employees, bless them, they're awesome. They will come up mid-show and be like, um, I, I got someone online too, or <laughs> yeah. can you sign this? And we're like, uh, <laughs> can we give them five minutes? You need a big on-air sign, a neon yeah. on-air light-up yeah. sign. That, they're expensive, there man. I we looked did. into them, but that would be cool. Look into I don't LEDs think that would stop. made to look like neon instead of actual neon. Okay. Much so cheaper. Smart, Brandon. Nah, will you just buy it for me and I'll pay you back? Deal. It's true. He won't, um, he won't pay you back. I haven't even been able to hang up your banner yet, so I don't know if you want to <laughs> leave that up to me. It's sitting right there on the table in front of you. It looks you pretty sweet, though. nails and a hammer? We'll do it after the show. You got the ladder. Do not. That's the problem. You have the sign. We're just a couple equipment away from hanging. Yeah, it. we're so close. I do appreciate that our poster is like the biggest one in the entire yeah. room. <laughs> they kind of owed it to us because that it's been bare in that corner for two years. Right. Everything else is decorated, and then they like thought, Maybe we should get something. For oh, the we were reserving it for you the whole time. Yeah, you perfect. know, if if he had a hammer, he'd hammer <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> you'd hammer in the evening. 
Hollow this land. Yeah, I don't even good. know the song. I don't know I just, that one Don't at you all. really? I was just no, I don't rocking. either. Was that like Peter, Paul, and Mary it or was, something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, Brandon, I think yeah. either we are very unlucky, you and I, or we are just terrible fishermen because Lukey caught a few fish up Lukey there. Lukey killed it? Yeah. I didn't kill it. You didn't kill it. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I saw a nice size walleye picture. We um we all caught a bunch of those eight inches. You didn't. We have kill someone. It. Should we should we start with that? We have. There's lots to talk about. A lot yeah. of things happened. Pheasant yeah. Fest before that, but let's talk about Lake of the Woods. All right. Um, Who was your guide? Did you have uh, Brian? <laughs> he was our dude, wasn't it? I think he it was. was. I don't know. They all. Uh, God bless them. They all look the same. They're all. <laughs> they're all like late twenties. Yeah. Ragged sweatshirts. Big yeah. old chew in. You know. Yeah. Big old chew in. You know. Hardworking guys. They work their butt off. But yeah. There's. An army of guys that look exactly huge the same. white boots. Yeah, I do. It's true. When we were up there, I made the mistake because I, uh, the guy who was on with us, I thought I was talking to him like the next day, and I wasn't. It was a whole different dude who <laughs> looked right? like exactly the same though. <laughs> what was the guy you had on? Kyle, um, uh, Travis, Skip. Skip. Oh, no, 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 I want no, to say, no, the guide. Yeah, what was his name now? I can't it remember. Have, I it might like have been Travis. It might have been a Travis, something I, like that. Yeah. yeah. He was great, though. I remember Didn't him. Jerry at the store say that was his cousin's kid or something like that? There was some weird connection with Cappers that it was a relative. Wow. So It was a lot of fun, though. I had it's, fun. Uh, guide is a loose term, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's more a chauffeur. For this trip. Yeah. And that's okay, but it's more of a chauffeur. Like, he would come in. He's He did everything he was supposed to. I'm not saying they didn't do that, but... They would check in like three hours later and be like, hey, how's it going? Not catching, huh? Yeah, no one's catching. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back, <laughs> I'll be back at 2 o'clock. Yeah, I'll be back at 2 o'clock. Strew put him to work more. Like, like there were times, there was, I remember one time uh, he handed him, Strew handed him a rod yeah. and was like, here, catch this fish. Because he had one on the Vexlar and he didn't get it in, did he? No, he didn't. But uh, no. I think they probably do. It's sort of, the, they'll give you the level of involvement that you want or need. Yeah. You know, yeah. If they, and if I you clearly just look to, like I know what I'm doing. Right. So yeah. he, he backed off. But. Um, so yeah, we got up there Sunday. Um, great drive up. It was fun. I've never done like a bus trip like this f- for fishing. So, um, and the thing was sponsored by Coors Light. So there's a lot of beers <laughs> flowing, but a lot of old guys that had to pee a lot. <laughs> <laughs> was there not a bathroom on the thing? There was, but I mean, there's 50 guys, many of them over 60. And get two beers in any of us. And there was a line pretty much from the back to the front. Just a constant line yeah. to the bathroom. And the a whole bumpy ride. ride uh, we had several warnings to please pee in the toilet. But you guys uh, hit turbulence? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was a mess. But we got up there. Um, you know, you guys did the same thing. It was cool. I, I love going on trips where everything is taken care of and it's I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like uh, meals are taken care of, transportation. I don't have to find a place to fish, so you have an excuse if you don't catch anything. It's like you know what I mean. They yeah. put us like, I wouldn't have gone there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're seven or eight again. Yeah, definitely. Dad just takes you everywhere. So, um, in into fishing, we we caught. I probably caught over thirty or forty saugers. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Saugers, they beat us, but saugers. nothing of size. I mean, we caught eaters? enough eaters. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of ten. Eater, 10 eaters 11 is an inches. arbitrary. <laughs> description did, did he give you the anything, bucket thing really. he goes if it's longer than the bucket yeah, i'll right. probably keep it yep. so right. there's plenty that we we threw back that were close or bigger and um we would have had more if we would have known that on day one because we, we were we were tossing plenty back that we could have kept yep. but and, and that, a few of them didn't want to swim back 
like maybe one out of 10 and we'd keep those. So, um, yeah, we, we, we caught plenty of fish, a lot of action, which is good because it, it gets rough when you're out there for four hours and nothing comes through. We were, what, 16 miles out? Is that about, do you think yeah, you guys were, we're in the, in same, the same area? Exact spot. Yeah. There are so many, I highly doubt they move them all like week to week. You know what no. I mean? Well, I know they were moving them pretty regularly while we were there, but I think they're like still in the same Yeah, like a hundred yards. Yeah. 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 They did that for us at Devils. They moved it like in the afternoon, like a couple hundred yards. I remember that. Yeah. But um, so we didn't catch anything of size day one. Um, <clears throat> talked to Travis, who actually knows how to fish and is up there a lot. And he talked about the bigger fish coming up higher in the column, which you don't really think about. A lot of times when you see a line in your Vexlar up high, you figure it's just an anomaly or a boat. You know how you see the lines in the Vexlar go slowly down or whatever, and you figure it's a blip or whatever. So day one, I concentrated on working up a little bit higher, and, and we did catch some bigger fish. And uh, I caught a really big perch, which is fun. And, you know, uh, Barry with me caught a 20-incher. There was a couple caught in the mid-20s during the week. We had a biggest fish competition. Everyone threw in five bucks. And and uh, funny story, that day one, a guy, we had all this money in for biggest fish, and he was with Travis. And they caught a fish and took tons of pictures, forgot to take it on the board. So he got he got <laughs> gypped out of... I don't know, 300 some dollars. Yeah. He has like a hundred pictures of this fish. None of them on the board with the tape measure, which we clearly laid out in the rules that you had to do. So he's like, why didn't someone tell me to do it? You know? So he, he didn't get but any But based money. on the photographs, you think it was the biggest oh, fish? Oh, it was for sure. They <laughs> measured it. They oh. measured it, but they didn't take a picture on the measuring board. Oh, <laughs> so, so they, they couldn't prove it. Yep. Yeah. And he was a good sport about it. I mean, he, uh, we teased him the whole time about it, but, um, a anybody northern was caught um, anybody kick a rod down a hole or did that just happen on our trip yeah, no that i mean that that whole sequence was fun to watch if you haven't seen that go to our facebook page where strew dropped his rod down the hole and then caught it three hours later it's better when you don't catch it like right away like you caught it three hours later probably didn't even cross your mind nope. i forgot about nope. it nope. i think until he was reeling it up nope. and i was like that ain't a fish that's your rod well was, weren't you googling how much they were because you yeah you, yeah you 40 to, bucks he yeah. was ready to pay I was all set 40 <laughs> bucks I, uh, and the rod was never used. Brand new. Brand new. <laughs> I did catch my, I fought myself. Like, so I had a dead stick with a bobber and I'm fishing and I'm like, oh, I feel one. And I was fighting it. And then I kept pulling up and then there's a line there. And so I'm like, I caught a line. So I unhooked the line, looked over and I caught my own line. So I basically <laughs> caught one fish on two rods and spent a lot of time untangling stuff. But yeah. but you did get the fish? I did get the fish. Yeah. Was it an eater? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah. You know why I throw that term in? It's because like he's someone selling you a fishing story and like you're really intrigued. I'm like, oh, did you guys catch some eaters? Like it makes you feel like you know you're part yeah, of the oh, yeah. story. Yeah. And you're right though. Like, what is the definition of an eater? Yeah. Yeah. Like you like, can eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> like good eaters. Like oh yeah, we pounded the eaters. Like you feel like you yeah. know what you're talking about when you say eaters. Yeah, and it makes you feel better when someone's like, yeah, I caught a 25, 26. Yeah, we got a bunch of eaters. We got our limit. Yeah. You know. So in my mind, an eater is like 12, 13 to like 17, right? Wouldn't you, an like, eater is whatever you I agree. catch. I agree. Like that 13 to 17 mark. Yeah. It's true. I want to hear you went to Arizona. Yep. Mullet looks oh. absolutely fantastic. High school state hockey tournaments are happening. Yep. So you should probably I should, try. I should do that. You should try and go next week to the boys and just get on camera. In my own camera. Uh, I'm in a Florida. I've been worried about your knee. How is golfing? Uh, the golfing went well with the knee. Good. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, I wore a tennis shoe on my left foot, so my golf shoe wouldn't stick in the ground and have me twist around, you know. 
And I opened so up. So you had mismatched shoes? Oh, yeah. Okay. I looked like that guy on uh, Happy Gilmore. Remember when he yeah. said, God, all my putts are going right. And what did he say? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you on? <laughs> Classic. But, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it went really, really well. It, it, it hurt, but it wasn't any pain that was unusual that I wouldn't, wouldn't have expected. So really was sore after, but nothing in there that went bananas. So That's good. So, and uh, you still have a f- couple months before our season takes off for golf. So Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will you I'll take us out more this summer? I only went twice last summer. Yeah, I'll Mr. take you. You can go, Dad. Will you yeah. take us? Yeah, I can take you. Yeah, you got to come to Shatek. Bring the kids. Mm-hmm. Let April and Diana. Pl- I love you, honey. Let April and Diana take care of the kids. Let them play in mm-hmm. the hot tub and all that. And we go golfing. All I right? like that. Okay, you like that. Better See you, honey. We're going to go on vacation. Yeah, yeah. You watch the children for five <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be tipsy and I'll take all day. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that went really well. My buddy Al is doing great. Uh, Sun City is not El Mangine. El Mangine. It's, it's Sun City is a really a neat, neat place. It's uh, it's all 55 and over, all one-level homes. Everyone's got their own golf cart. There's four golf courses. There's four different community centers with bowling alleys, 20 billiards tables, ping pong, metal shops, workshops, um, Sewing shops, everything. It's it's amazing, and everything is volunteer there. It's beautiful. Does AARP beautiful. go door to door? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sounds beautiful, actually. It's really cool, and uh, I can see myself there. As a matter of yeah. fact, we are looking right now to find some place for thirty days or sixty days next winter. Good for you. Yeah, but if someone a- like thirty walks through it, do they all get give them evil looks? Oh, like, and when someone has grandkids staying over or something, they say, yeah. Oh, what is? Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. they have children. Yeah. You know, lights out by seven, right? Yeah, 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 they, yeah. It's amazing. Like, my dad lives in a condo, and um, it's not like a designated 55 and up thing, but there's a lot of older people there. And it's amazing how anal people are about, like, you know, kids' hours are from 1230 to 130. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, come on, man. You go to the con- <laughs> you go to the concessions. It's all salted uh, shelled peanuts and insure in the cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, so we took our kids down to Florida, and in your mind, when you go on an airplane to Orlando, if you're a non-parent, you got to expect on the flight there's going to be kids, right? Yeah. Going to Disney World, there was this like younger couple must have just been engaged, and Addison like just had her feet on the back seat, like wasn't really being naughty. She's a little kid, right? She's three. And this lady and guy like kept glaring like, like <laughs> and then, then here we come out, find out their seats were reclined. So like Addison was just like resting her feet up there. But it's so funny how people are like with kids. Like I get it in a senior development area. Like, you know, there's probably not a lot of kids, but I think it should be illegal to lean back in a plane. It's I, so inconsiderate. In the word of Theo Vaughn, he had that on his podcast. He goes, people who recline their seats on air- airplanes our loser, like, he got really colorful. Explosive. Like, just, like, losers. Like, <laughs> like, what does two more inches get you? Yeah. I, okay, I, Mark, you know this. I'm sitting on a plane. I am jammed in this thing. <laughs> it is a freaking sardine. Like, and this lady in front of me reclines. And I'm talking normally the average person's maybe a foot away. I mean, I am literally, she can probably feel me breathing out of my nose. And then what does she do? She awkwardly sleeps holding her headrest. So I'm staring at her fingernails. She she needs a freaking manicure. (laughs) It's just like, don't, public service announcement. 
Don't freaking recline your yeah, chair on brutal. an airplane. You're a, I paid for the chair. Yeah. It reclines. I'm reclining. Well, it. you sit in front of me. There's no <laughs> physical way that chair is moving yeah, back. I was kidding. I, would I do that like because my knees are against it anyway. It's like they are not pushing back. That's what you do. That's that's the move. Right when you sit down, you block uh-huh. your, their chair with your knees, and they can't move anywhere. There should be a sign at the entrance of the airplane that says, no John Candies allowed. <laughs> yeah. I, or I, we should just start a petition to all these airline like you're doing a three-hour flight, you don't need to freaking recline. Just bolt them down, no moving yeah. chairs. But if you're trying to use that little tray with like your laptop on it or whatever, if you're eating and the people recline, I mean that mm-hmm. thing is in Goes your right chest. Goes right in the gut. Yeah. Yep. Now here's something that'll blow you away, Brandon and Sam as well. Mark might have heard this already. I was on the airplane for three hours from Arizona to Minnesota, right? And we're getting. We got lucky. We landed at 11 o'clock between the two storms, so we were able to land. No planes were leaving. I was on the airplane from the time I sat down to the time we landed. It did not say a word to anybody. What? Nobody. Were you sick? Nobody. I just wanted to see if I could do Were it. Were you scared? That's, I uh, that is shocking it that Strew didn't talk to anybody. That's a true I mean, story. he'll strike up a conversation with a random anybody. He'll, no, he no. usually comes out with like a trip planned with somebody yeah. and a new best friend whenever you sit next nobody. to somebody new. <laughs> he used to play baseball with them back in the day. Yeah. You know nobody. what, Strew? That shows self control. It is pretty mm-hmm. good. And, and I, I think, never, went, I never I went to the bathroom either. Speaking whoa, of that, what? never left. I just did my thing, walked, read parts of my book, and all that. Oh, it's just a nice, read a nice it, story, wrote a nice story to my grandkids. That actually worries me. Does it really? You went to this, you know, you're thinking about going to Arizona for a couple months. Oh, you went to right. this senior yeah. place. Now yeah. you're not freaking talking. Here's the here's the, where's my strew. This <laughs> Who is are you? this is even worse. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I bought a pair of Velcro tennis shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So do I. Don't feel Are bad. Are they New I Balance did. M77s? No. <laughs> I, I haven't bought a pair of shoes that ties in a long time. <laughs> don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going that far yet, but it was wonderful. Hey, we're going to be right back. Thanks for listening to the first segment, Four Outdoorsmen here. We've got a guest, not right now, but Adam Griffith of uh, Crappie Chronicles is going to be on at 640. Stick around. Thanks, everybody. You're listening to The Four Outdoorsmen, part of Bob Outdoors. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten in possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit devilslakend.com, and thanks. George's Minnesota Muskie Expo is back in conjunction with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show and sponsored by Ranger Boats, featuring seminars, retailers, resorts, factory reps, lures, rods, reels, guides, boats, and more. Kids will love making lures, trout fishing, and games. George's Minnesota Muskie Expo runs March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Warner Coliseum at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Frankie's Marine and Ranger Boats with the lowest prices on Ranger, Crestliner, and Lund. For more information, visit mnmuskieexpo.com. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey. Better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my Power Sports dealer for over seven years. 
Visit PowerLodge.com. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out. And their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. Sam here with Capra's Sporting Goods out of Blaine, Minnesota. Ice fishing is almost over, but trust me, the deals are still hot, and there's still time to get out on the lake. But if you're sick of it like I am in the snow, come on in. We're starting our deals on open water. We got rods. We got reels. We got all the lures you can imagine. And if you're in town next weekend at the Northwest Sports Show down at the Minneapolis Convention Center, check out the Capra's booth for all the smoking deals. Again, Capra's Outdoors in Blaine, Minnesota. It's my turn, huh? Well, I better get I better get going. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, this is for Arrowhead Outdoors up in Ely, Minnesota. I tell you, if you're ever going up to Ely, Minnesota, and you might need some bait, need some tackle, need some camping outfits, whatever that is, you head east, go past all the gas stations with the bait that's about a month old, all the small <laughs> bait stores, and go to Arrowhead Outdoors right at the east end of town, and I'll tell you, they're going to take care of you. But I'll tell you what, now it's not too late to go get your um, uh, uh, light ice fishing trip planned. Ice is going to be there for another month or so, and uh, get ready for the great crappie fishing uh, late March, maybe, or even early April. And if you need to catch some fish, some walleye, some trout, whatever, Arrowhead Outdoors has trout fish houses as well as walleyes and crappies. They're going to take care of you. Arrowhead Outdoors, don't waste your time, man. Start planning right now. Your boating, fishing, and hunting season opens at the Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show. We're bringing hundreds of boats, fishing boats, runabouts, pontoons, and more. Plus fishing tackle, docks and lifts, marine electronics, hunting and outdoor gear. Book trips with resorts, guides, and outfitters, too. There's fun for everyone. Fishing seminars, live music, a trout pond for the kids, daily giveaways, and more. March 9th through the 12th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance. Shop boats and buy tickets at northwestsportshow.com. It's melting. The snow, the ice, and prices on in-stock Ice Castle Fish Houses at Forest Lake Auto Truck and Trailer Sales. Get the best prices of the season just west of 35 in Forest Lake. Go to IceCastleUSA.com. That's IceCastleUSA.com. Right now at DealsOnRadio.com, you can get a ticket to Snowcross Nationals at ERX Motor Park in Elk River on March 10th or 11th for just $12. That's over half off. Only on DealsOnRadio.com. This needs to go to Parkville by 3. Joy to the holiday packages that keep coming at Jimenez Couriers. Coming your way, but the drop-off location is changing. She needs delivery drivers with the gift of punctuality. Anyone looking to pick up some overtime? Anyone? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. 
Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A. Member FDIC. Over-the-counter hearing aids are a new class of hearing devices regulated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and an option for adults 18 and over with perceived mild to moderate hearing loss. Get your hearing tested by an audiologist or hearing instrument dispenser. A tip sheet and shopping checklist is available on the Hearing Loss Association of America's website. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. All right, we're back to the four outdoorsman. Screwman here, Mark Lukey, Sam Offadol, Brandon Backstrom, and Mark Fisher, the fifth outdoorsman. Welcome, Mark. How you been, buddy? Dandy, gentlemen. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. <laughs> are you, know, you rested, Strew? Yeah, I just you, yeah, I did. Been, I, I've been gone. Everyone's been gone. You know, you know, there's beads of perspiration on your forehead that I think are <laughs> permanently embedded. That, you know? No, that's that's because I'm sweating. Because every time I get next to these guys, I'm afraid they're going to screw up. And so I'm just <laughs> there's so much. I'm just there's too much anxiety to this job. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got the. Uh, the airport rash. You know, <laughs> sitting in a seat too long. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not you know, saying Got to get them outdoors. You know, I, this is the first time in many, many years that I sat in the middle seat of the airplane. I'm a small guy, but even I just felt like I was in a coffin. It just was not <laughs> fun at all. I don't know how big people like you could ever do this, you know. And then the person in front of you starts Lots reclining. Of yeah. <laughs> but it Lots was a lot of drinks. It's a special mental state that you have to get to. Hey, we got a lot to talk about, but i got to talk about a little bit about the golf. Uh, not the golf, but the uh, the girls' state high school hockey tournament. Yeah. Uh, if anyone saw this last, night, last night's game, Gentry against uh, Andover. Andover. And Gentry won 4-1, to one, but they're up 3-1 to one with a couple of minutes left in the game. And Andover pulls their goalie. And so everything, all the action is down on the Gentry side, and they're, and they're talking about it, and they're making all the comments. Oh, here comes Andrew Bobbin. And they look to the right, and the goalie's hockey stick is in front of the crease. When she left, she laid her goalie stick down in front of the crease and went to the bench. And I thought, that's the smartest thing I've ever seen, man. they call and, it? No, they didn't call it. But when the play came back toward the uh, Andover side, the referee then picked it up and Brought it oh. to the bench or something like that. That's smart, though, because if they just try and fling it down there, you know? Well, it happened after the stick was gone, and the girl who got the hat, the hat trick for Gentry slid one all the way down. It would have hit right in the middle of the stick and stopped. I wish I would have seen that, but it was cool. My cousin plays on Andover. McQuay. Right? Yep, she's my, uh, they, uh, my cousin's daughter. Have you talked to her? Not since, no. Yeah. But, they won uh, last year. Yeah. 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 It's a, they come from a very athletic family like yeah. just good stuff both yeah. uh abby and amelia amazing hockey players was she the goalie no they... <laughs> i have a quick question that's before... funny i gotta find out if the if the goalie made that decision or the, or the coach go ahead sam i have a quick question then i'm gonna follow up with something about fishing um if you're a hockey did you play hockey Stu? yeah i did okay so if you're if you're at that point where it's three to one you're gentry and you're the person who gets the puck you're on defense and you fling it down you score a goal are you pumped about that goal no oh, yeah I am. Yeah, no. empty netters still. No. Absolutely. You celebrate no. those just as big as you oh, would any goal. It's because you're celebrating a uh, virtual vi- like you're going to win, right? But after that, you're at the state tournament, you're like, "Oh yeah, we won." Like you score like, "Yeah, I, I oh, put yeah. one in the net." I'm taking it. I'm taking all but the But it was an empty netter like yeah. there's good it should be an asterisk. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
All right. I even say, like, in one of our tournament games, we won four to two, but I scored the third goal, so I got the game winner. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, friendly reminder to all of our Minnesota fishermen and fisher women. February today's February 26th. February 28th, your 2022 license expires. So make sure you get in, get your 23 license for the remainder of this year. And Mark, what else is no longer? Was it today or tomorrow? Uh, today is last day of walleye and pike. That's right, I believe. So um, don't spell check me on that if I'm wrong. But check your license and check the regulations and uh, catch some panfish for a while. Well, it's speaking of panfish, I'm sure there's some on the shout out. Yeah, page, we got so. a lot of shout outs and a new one that's pretty cool. I'm excited to read. Um, Craig Rudolph Jr. said uh, took his son and friends out today. Had some good time pan fishing. Twin Cities Walleye Unlimited said hope you were able to get out on the hard water this weekend. We're looking forward to our meeting this Thursday with speaker Tommy Kimos, National Walleye Tour, and the Next Bite TV Walleye Hammer. For more info, go to tcwalleyes.com. Here's a cool one. Luke Lenneman says, Strew, Mark, and Sam, long-time listener to the show. Just wanted to see if you could do a shout-out tonight. Just got married yesterday All right. to my lovely bride, Emily Lenneman. We are heading out to Lake Cascade, Idaho tomorrow to fish for some two-pound perch. She's loved ice fishing ever since we met, and she decided she wanted to do it for a honeymoon. What a woman. Doesn't get any kidding. better than that. Yeah. Have either one of you been there before? No, but we have interviewed some people. That is a, is definitely a destination trip that every ice fisherman should take. I've seen lots of pictures, and, and uh, the perch are giant. Um, it says, going Monday to Saturday, we'll give a fishing report next weekend. When we come back, we should have Luke on the show. We should. And talk about his honeymoon Ice fishing honeymoon. I don't think I could get away with that one. So good for you, buddy. Yeah, it's the, he got they got married at the right time. Definitely. And uh, the last one is Steve Rennenberg says working on a limit of walleyes on the last night of walleye season. Oh, there you go. Attaboy, Steven. Can't wait to see you soon. I think we're going on a pan fishing trip. April fourth. No, I don't know where we're going. Are we? Yeah. Yep. Are you going? I think so. I thought we were all going. Yeah. He only has nine permits to get into the Boundary Waters. Well, oh. there's one, two, three. Well, Where's the other six? His pay- mom and dad are coming. And uh, <laughs> Who's the other six? <laughs> and John, John Basie. And, okay. and what? Let me guess. Five of your friends. Well, I'll just, stay home then, three I guess. three of them. But, um, I guess right. I'll stay home. You guess asked I'll stay us home. about this. You did. Like, really? And we yeah, all we said both yes. said yes. But I didn't know there was only nine permits. But anyway, oh, okay. we got to figure this out. Well, Jeez. on a lighter note, <laughs> just kidding. We got to talk about. So Mark and I are going to Lake yeah. Cascade April. We're going to fish right next to you. We're going to get our own permits. Yeah, we don't like, need no stinking nine permits. You'll be, you'll, we'll be going through the woods of the Bounty Waters. And yeah. To my left, about fifty yards to my left, I'll keep seeing little something going, <laughs> yeah, something some, in the woods, right? like a Sasquatch. <laughs> just me and Sam walking by a tree, like elf walking through. Like, yeah. I went through seven layers of gumdrops. <laughs> um, yeah, I freaking put it on my calendar is true man it's a monday and a tuesday you guys can't get off work i own the place oh yeah it's a monday and a tuesday you can't get off someone else owns a place (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, anyway i I won't go then i won't go we got we got okay here we go um some time left in our second segment sam met like some of the most famous people in the world and uh we got to hear about that and the turkey show that you went to NTWF, what is the what is the NWTF? NWTF. I've always heard about this show. It's the biggest names in turkey hunting, which is a big deal, especially in the South. So tell us, um, you have some great celebrity stories. It's like TMZ, like you have like the scoop 
on like the most famous people around. Tell us, give us a sample of, and I'm going to post a some sample? pictures, a sample of some of the people that Sam hung out with and took pictures with. And uh, of course they instantly fell in love with you. No. Much like Strew, anyone that meets you is like your best friend. Yep. And I sit in the corner and, and jealous of both oh, of you. Oh, shut up. But um, anyway, tell us, tell us what We happened. introduce you to them. <laughs> I know, and they don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So first of all, the NWTF, which is the National Wildlife Turkey Federation, um, I didn't realize it was as big as it was. Like I thought it was like a, you know, a smaller event, maybe like even a little smaller than Pheasant Fest. You know, and Pheasant Fest is big. Yeah, they broke uh, a record this year too. Yeah. So and it's a it's a nice event. It's at the. It's um, a nice little event. It's at the. <laughs> it's a nice little. It's a nice little. Not guy. bad. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> For beginners. Nice, nice true. So it's at the Gaylord Opry Convention. Center. Come again. Gaylord Opry. Yeah. If if you look at the Gaylords, there's like I don't know a half a dozen to eight of them across the nation. Last they name are, Fokker. <laughs> they are gigantic. This convention center has like. You walk in, it has like it looks like the Mall of America where Camp Snoopy was. It has like the see-through glass, you know, ceiling. There's like you can do a, a boat uh, ride around it, like the, at the Venetian in Vegas. They're just huge. I like how you paint a picture with your yeah. words. It's yeah. beautiful. No problem. I'm on radio, <laughs> uh, even though I was talking with my hands. Um, but yeah, so this place was gigantic, right next to the Opry. I didn't realize. That southern people are so psychotic about turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and whitetail. It is huge, man. Like, everyone you walk around, there was no blue jeans in the place. It was all bottomland mossy oak camel, like, <laughs> that their grandpa passed down to them. You know, I will say the only thing I would recommend if you're ever going to go down to Nashville to go to the show, which it should be on your calendar because it's really cool. It's like a four- or five-day show. You really only need a day or two of it because you'll hear so many freaking turkey calls. It is like <laughs> I woke up like that night, like thinking that Tom was coming in. But yeah, uh, I was super, super, uh, you know, grateful for Michael Waddell and the Bone Collector family to invite me and my wife. Sorry, my wife and I um, to this party down. At, it was me and my wife, or my wife and me. My wife and me. My wife and me. Thank you. I need to learn this stuff. Um, to this, it was Justin Timberlake's bar, top floor, just rented out. They had three full bars, all you could drink, all you could eat. I mean, food, you know, hundreds and hundreds of linear feet of food. Um, and there was I like, yes, I mean, like, uh, I wish I liked sushi because you walked by this beautiful assortment of sushi and it's just like. This is disgusting. <laughs> but like, I wish I liked it. I mean, I really did. I do I mean, too, kind of. Like, I wish had, I liked it more than they I had do. crab legs. They had lobster. Like, come on. Like, I wish I loved it. Like, I feel like I was insulting them that I didn't like it. But anyway, they had this band called the Six Wire, which is probably sixty to seventy year old guys who could play the crap out of the instruments, and they sang any song possible from any genre. Well, it was really cool. They played like four or five songs. And then they were like, we have a lot of people in the audience. We're going to pull some people up. So they pull up, you know, different Red Adkins. <clears throat> you know, Thomas Rhett, Red Adkins was there. Brantley Gilbert was there. Um, everybody who's like the who's who in the industry, like the guys who created Realtree, created Mossy Oak, the Drury's were there. Um, <clears throat> all of the famous hunting Capra's shows. Outdoors Capra's was Outdoors was there. Um Eyes was there. There's a lot of those theirs. Uh, everybody you could imagine. The owner of Jimmy John's, like Jimmy John, was there. 
Is his uh, name actually Jimmy John? Yeah, it's Jim, oh, I know it's Jimmy something. Um, <laughs> but everyone just called him Jimmy John. Yeah, Kid Rock was there as they as they refer to him as Bobby. You know why? Is Bobby a, is Bob's Bobby a name. turkey hunter? Uh, Bob's a Coors Light hunter. <laughs> 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 that boy could put him away. <laughs> I looked into his eyes, and he was in a different realm. <laughs> we went and watched Ant Man: The Quantum. He was in the quantum level. <laughs> like, he did. I watched him and Nick Munt have this little dance battle where Nick was just joking for like five seconds. And Kid Rock made him hold his beer and his cigar, and we in the corner watched him pop and lock for two minutes, and it felt like ten minutes of the most all awkward. by himself. <laughs> all by himself. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish you would have recorded that oh, whole man, sequence. I should have. But yeah, it was it was so cool. And Michael Waddell is I didn't I I kind of knew this. I didn't really really know this. He is extremely popular in the country music world, and I didn't know that. He's he his his boy Mason is phenomenal country singer. He can too. They've played. Oh right? yeah, he can jam. Uh, Michael can jam with anybody. Opry actually presented Michael Waddell with an award the night before. Wow. So That's which cool. is really really cool. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was. I felt so out of my element. Like it was like I was thinking like even though if you guys watch Yellowstone, the Four Sixes Ranch where Jimmy gets sent to, Eric Dunn with uh, Taylor Sheridan, the writer of Yellowstone. They just purchased the Four Sixes Ranch last year for three hundred eighty-five million. No big deal. They were there. Um, yeah. And you bought Kid Rock a drink, right? Yeah, I tried to. I went. Everything was free, so Kid Rock, me being me, Kid Rock was up at the bar. And, you know, after we talked for a little bit, he probably doesn't rem- even remember that conversation that happened five minutes ago. And I went up to the bar. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to get a Coors Light, a Moscow Mule, and then anything for my friend here. Just put it on my tab." Well, it was open bar, and he grabs me by the shirt and he goes, "I thought I told you to stay in the truck." <laughs> like, he was just super quick, but yeah, it was it was insane. Like I like I said, it was you're soaking it all in. But my thing is like, man, I wish like you know, I'm so glad Kirsten was there to witness yeah. it. But I'm like, man, I wish my family was here. I wish you guys was were this there. in Nashville? Yeah, it was in Nashville. So did you walk up and down Broadway? Broadway. But have you ever been in Nashville? Oh, sure. So have you? Mm-hmm. So I I thought Broadway was like I don't know twenty miles long. It's a mile long at the oh, most. Oh, Matt, not even that. At the most. Yeah. But yeah, we went to Old Red. We went to. That's a nice thing. You go have a drink. Like, if you don't like the band, you can just walk ten feet to the next bar because mm-hmm. there's someone else playing. And I don't know what it was if because my size, I was wearing a University of Minnesota shirt. We were going into these places like Kirsten couldn't believe. I probably had a ten people come up to me like, "Who'd you play for? Did you play for them?" You know, like <laughs> you saw, you know, who are you? I'm like, no, I actually didn't play. Oh, I would lied my ass off if I were you. Yeah, if Kirsten wasn't there, I would have for sure. <laughs> like, like, oh, just retired, twenty five years in the league. I yeah. just uh, this was shirt was back from 1997. <laughs> you know. No, yeah, it was it was a great great time, but yeah, you don't get to. Me and and Glenny Balls from uh, Balls. Ba- Barstool Sports, like he was there because he hangs out with Jimmy John's kid. Um, yeah, it was it was insane, but yeah, it was it was pretty pretty. Uh, I was pretty blessed to be there, and I just loved the music. It was awesome. Next year, you take me to Nashville. I'll take you to the Bounty Waters. Yeah, I promise deal. You. I promise. I'll tap. make it. I'll make it up to you. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll see if he has enough permits. <laughs> Adam Griffith is going to be on Crappie Chronicles. I tell you what, that's one hell of a show. I bet he's going. Real 
Grill Minnesotans know how to keep the grill going year-round. And the Bob FM Chillin' and Grillin' Giveaway is your chance to win a brand-new Big Green Egg Grill and Smoker and $250 of meat from the Butchery of Maple Lake to bring your grill game to a whole new level. Just submit a picture of yourself chillin' and grillin' in Bob Country by March 2nd. See some of the past finalists and submit your picture online at mybobcountry.com. It's the Bob FM Chillin' and Grillin' Giveaway. So you've never been to Devil's Lake, North Dakota? You gotta. Devil's Lake has been rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country for many years for many reasons. Hey, plenty of walleyes, of course, with no slot limits. You've heard it before. 365-day season, five-a-day antenna possession. That's crazy. And jumbo perks are a blast to catch. Devil's Lake got many guide services that'll make sure your ice fishing trip will make you want to come back. Hey, bring your family. Let's have some fun. Check out devilslakend.com. And thanks. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out. And their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo is back in conjunction with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show and sponsored by Ranger Boats. Featuring seminars, retailers, resorts, factory reps, lures, rods, reels, guides, boats, and more. Kids will love making lures, trout fishing, and games. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo runs March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Warner Coliseum at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Frankie's Marine and Ranger Boats with the lowest prices on Ranger, Crestliner, and Lund. For more information, visit mnmuskieexpo.com. It's melting. The snow, the ice, and prices on in-stock ice castle fish houses at Forest Lake Auto Truck and Trailer Sales. Get the best prices of the season just west of 35 in Forest Lake. Go to IceCastleUSA.com. That's IceCastleUSA.com. Sam here with Capra Sporting Goods out of Blaine, Minnesota. If you're getting ready for open water, you're sitting right now thinking, man, I can't wait to start casting into the shore to catch some bass. Well, come on down. We are getting stock in every day of your favorite rods, your reels, your lures, everything. And if you still have the itch for ice fishing, we got you covered on that too. For those that you don't know, Capra Sporting Goods in Blaine, Minnesota, we have all your hunting needs, whether it's guns, ammo, or accessories, all your archery needs, an archery range, and everything fishing from electronics to all the gear and tackle you can can you could use check out capra sporting goods in blaine minnesota and if you have time check us out at the northwest sports show next week at the convention center arrowhead outdoors in ely minnesota doesn't claim to be minnesota's trout headquarters just because no one else does they actually carry the largest selection of lake trout tackle found anywhere in northern minnesota and much of it is custom made right there at arrowhead this season arrowhead outdoors is the only store in town renting ice houses for lake trout and if you never caught a lake trout through the ice, get ready for an experience worth sharing. Hey, come relish the wilderness and the serenity of Ely area. And let Arrowhead Outdoors help you catch a few trout. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey. Better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my Power Sports dealer for over seven years. Visit PowerLodge.com.
Your boating, fishing, and hunting season opens at the Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show. We're bringing hundreds of boats, fishing boats, runabouts, pontoons, and more. Plus fishing tackle, docks and lifts, marine electronics, hunting and outdoor gear. Book trips with resorts, guides, and outfitters, too. There's fun for everyone. Fishing seminars, live music, a trout pond for the kids, daily giveaways, and more. March 9th through the 12th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance. Shop boats and buy tickets at NorthwestSportsShow.com. Now? <laughs> now. <laughs> How long have we been doing this one, Stu? <laughs> you scared Nine me, years? actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's excited. I, I like that. I, I'm excited. we got to get this guy on. Adam Griffiths is uh, our next guest. and uh, Adam, how are you, my friend? Can you hear us? I know you were on your way from home from someplace. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. It's a little uh, little cutting in and out, but I can hear you guys pretty good. Yeah, hey, i got to be honest with you. I just got a text from uh, Scott and Shelly, and they're listening to our show right now on the way back from Manitoba. And I've got to – I love you, pal. You know that. But I've, I've got to let you know that the only reason you're on the show tonight is because Shelly and Scott couldn't do it. So, uh, <laughs> so you're – you're pitching the ninth in any pitch. No, I'm just, I just made that. Oh, there. You know, sometimes you've got to have a reliever, right? <laughs> no, I didn't. But they just said to say hi to you. That's what they wanted to say hi. So, uh, hi, Scott and Shelly. Yeah. They, uh, boy, they've been, they've been all over the place, as have you. Uh, I've watched every one of your shows of, of Crappie Chronicles, and you guys are crazy. You've got Adam and Adam and, and I don't know, and Pink, and who's the other guy? And, <laughs> Who's Waldo. <laughs> Waldo, yeah. And I tell you what, my wife um, doesn't listen to watch your videos, but she's watching the recipes and the cooking j- job by Pink. Uh, this guy's pretty talented. Yeah, he's amazing, and everything he cooks is uh, is uh, doesn't suck. Let's just say that. Well, I tell you what, he's uh, he's the kind of guy to have in your group. Go ahead, Mark. Well, Adam, Mark here. If you catch as many crappies as you guys, you probably got to get a little bit creative with it, right? Just uh, you know, the plain old. Fried fish isn't going to cut it after, you know, meal 10. Right, yeah, that gets a little old after the 30th time. So, yeah, he uh, comes up with these crazy ideas, doesn't really tell us what he's going to do, and then just whips them up, and we get to be the fortunate ones to test them. So, you know, we're, 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 talking, about, good. we're going to talk about fishing, but this is so funny. I, I watched every one of your episodes, just finished the last two, and the last one was like a one-hour special of fishing in Maine. So no longer, yep. you guys, no longer is it within 60 miles of the Twin Cities. They fished in on Lake Gogebic, the same place we fished many, many years ago, Upper Peninsula. They went to Maine. <laughs> but it's funny. Uh, uh, Adam and his buddy, uh, Pink, I think were already who, – who, you guys got to, you got to Maine first, right? Who yeah, was, me, and Bartu, me and Bartusa got to Maine first. So they, Pink and Waldo flew out there two days later. Well, no, tell the story. They landed in Boston expecting a car to be there. Tell them what happened. Um, sorry, what did you say? Well, when they got to Boston, and they anticipated uh, a rental car for them. <laughs> and you guys said, well, there's a rental car, but we got it here. And it, uh, so somehow you got to figure out how to get to uh, Maine from Boston. And, uh, yeah. yeah, well, they had to, so yeah, we were supposed to get him a car and, uh, there was a little oversight on that one. And, uh, so they had to figure it out and then they just had to get to the place where we had to pick him up. So, yeah, it was funny because you guys, I learned a lot of things, uh, when I was watching the last couple of videos, one is, um, what is a wolf pack? I'm not sure. A what? A wolf pack? A wolf pack. W O F 
what is a wolf pack? And I'm, I'm not sure who said it. He's fishing, and he said there were so many fish, he calls it a wolf pack. I tell you, there's another wolf pack coming right at us. That's like uh, learning. Uh, the... Typically, what we call that is like a group of bigger fish. So okay. they're just like, there's like four or five of them that are all just like roaming around, and they just do their own thing, and we kind of call those wolf packs. And those are the ones we want to chase because they're usually the biggest fish. So. I want to I talk about, uh, we're talking about with, with Adam Griffith, of course, with uh, Crappie Chronicles. And if you haven't seen their episodes, it's wonderful. And, and again, again, it's no longer 60 miles from the Twin Cities. It's, they're going all over the place. Yeah, I, I thought you had, you have a full time job, right? No, I just guide now, so that I'm a guiding. Boy. I do this, and that's about it. That a boy. I was going to say, if you were still at uh, at the uh, Alumacraft shop, whatever it was, was down there, ago. he's big time now. Yeah, man. yeah, but uh, yep. you were you were you weren't going to be going to uh, Upper Michigan and Maine, and who knows where else you guys went. I want to talk about Upper Michigan because there you guys slaughtered them. I mean, uh, how do you determine where you're going to go? And you've never been to any one of these lakes. How do you determine which lakes you're going to fish? Um, usually we just, like, do research, kind of talk to people in the area, um, you know, kind of narrow it down. We'll kind of do our research, see where a lot of the fish are caught, and then we'll kind of, like, confirm with people that maybe live there or have been there before just to kind of be like, well, we're not wasting our time after driving that far. Yeah. And so we ended up, that first lake we really did really well on. Um, we had some other ones where we caught a lot of eaters and stuff, but like we went there to try to catch some big ones on Gogebic right. and that lake just kicked us in the, you know what? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we gave it a full day effort and I don't think we ever seen a crappie. <laughs> well, and that was on Gogebic. You didn't see, cause we went there 10 years ago. It was the first time in 40 years. The guide had to cancel the trip cause it was so windy. It was dangerous. And I was on that lake for a day and a half and never caught a fish. It was miserable. Well, I, could, I could see it. There was a lot of dead water out there. Yeah, it was, it was miserable. So you're saying that Maine was a more successful trip for you than Michigan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Maine was just, well, it's untouched. I mean, it's like you just have to find the area they're in, and pretty much every lake has them. And then you just go out there, and the way we fish is totally not the way they fish. So these fish have never seen jigs. They've never been had electronics even touch them or they've never felt it and they just absolutely come unglued on everything you throw at them i mean you can literally probably use anything you wanted to catch crappies out there and they're going to eat it you went out there really with not having any idea what you're going to find and you were concerned that you might not even find ice out there i mean you drove 27 hours hoping there's ice on the lake (laughs) Yep, like, we actually delayed it, like, a couple weeks because there definitely wasn't ice when we were first going to go. And so then we went out there, like, we kind of heard some smaller lakes had ice, and we're like, let's do it. Let's just just throw it out there, and if we do it, we do it. If not, well, we went on vacation in Maine, so. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. I want to talk a little bit about the, um, still more about Maine, but you guys fished, um, one of your episodes was was up in, uh, uh, you call it the Golden Triangle. I think that's Cass and Winnie and Leech Lake. It's someplace in that area. And one, yep. of, you, one of you guys said you caught three crappies that weighed 6.2 pounds. Wow. That's, yep. that is, that's big fish. That's big <laughs> fish. Yeah, they were, they were healthy. Let's just say that. They were very, very well built up there. Yeah. Some good eaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Those all went back. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. 
Adam, or it's Mark here. Um, how do you, if you're in a pod of uh, non-wolf pack, maybe a pup pack, you know, smaller, <laughs> smaller crappies, pack do, you, do you pack up and move? I mean, are they, are they grouped by size or do you try to pick a bigger one off of a group? Yeah, so what you find is a lot of times, like, your bigger schools are going to be your smaller, like, you know, up to, like, the 12, 13-inch range. And it seems like once they hit that, like, 14-plus range, they kind of, like, get into smaller groups or even be singles, and they just do their own thing. They roam around, they chase bait, they they hunt differently than these schools because the schools are there because they need protection. Well, these bigger fish are now so big that they're really not worried about getting eaten by much. And so they just kind of go do their thing. And if they have to run from predators, what they'll do is they'll stay relatively close to these schools, but they won't be in them. And one, if they have to run to the school for protection, they will. But you rarely see these giant ones inside the school. There'll be two, three over there, two, three over there, one over there. And then you just chase those fish with live and then drill on top of them, use your vex to drop down and catch them and... There you go. There you go. You know, Mark and I were talking about you and your buddies and all the stuff that I've seen on your shows. And Mark was just came back from Lake of the Woods, and he, they did pretty well up there. He said, I couldn't believe what a difference the color made in the lures that I was using. And either, yep. I'm not sure if it was, it was, it was the show from Upper, Mich- uh, Upper Michigan or Maine, but that happened. You guys... We're not doing much at all. All of a sudden, one guy had the same lure and changed it to a chartreuse or some kind of a, a bright color, and boom, as soon as he threw it in the water, that made all the difference. Is color that big of a deal on a regular basis? Oh, absolutely. Yep, it's all based on, like, water quality, water color, um, if the sun's out, if it's cloudy. There's just different factors, so it's like go out there. What we do is we usually have four different colors on. We fish those four lures, whoever starts catching them, or we get an inkling that, hey, they want a brighter color, they want a darker color. We'll start just all working that direction. And then once we fine-tune it, then we'll pretty much all be using the same same bait. I was going to ask you something that you just brought up. How many rods do you have all set up when you go ice fishing like this? Uh, usually we each have probably four. Yeah. So you got a couple light ones, a couple dark ones. Yeah, probably two pit, two like jig rods, and then two spoon rods, and that's about all we do. Okay. Us poor people have to actually change our lures yeah, yeah, and yeah. retie. Yes, we do. Yes, maybe we do. maybe I'm doing it wrong. Adam, I got a quick question for you. So you were saying that once we f- you find the color that's hot, you guys all switch to it. Is there an, is there a time where that goes dead and you have to switch again to another color and go back to trying to find what they're like? And do they get sick of that color? Yep. Yeah, there'll be times when you're like, man, they just won't touch this anymore, and you switch to, you know, you're using a pink one, and all of a sudden you drop down, like, a white Wonder Bread, and all of a sudden they just come unglued on that one. It's just like something changed, or they just got used to that color. But, you know, a lot of times you'll notice, you'll be like, oh, it was partly cloud. There were some clouds around when I caught them on that color. Now there's it's bright and sunny. And so they stopped biting that because of whatever their visual thing was. And now... Now they see this one better, or that's more up their alley on what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny how that any any little bit of shade or it can change the whole game. Oh right, yep, yep. It's going to be that time of the year is going to be coming up here where the snow starts melting off in the next month, and whatever the last snow on is now going to become structure here pretty soon. So 
looking forward to that because the fish will really start biting. This is the third year you've done Crappie Chronicle. It's pretty much the same group of guys and all of that, and good for you. It seems like it's going very well. What have yeah. you learned from the first two seasons that helped you with the third season become a better a better show for you? Uh, just kind of what the fans want. Um, we kind of learned how to be a lot more efficient, how to break down water. I mean, we were pretty good at it the first two years, but now it's like we can literally look at a map. We'll all be like there, 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 and within two, three spots typically we're on them and we're ready to go. And it's basically if we can, if we can keep up with them, if they're going to just keep moving on us and, scur- and scatter all the time, and then it's like, are these fish catchable? And that's that's the decision we make next. And we kind of gotten really good at doing that. We're just like, yeah, this isn't even worth trying. Let's leave. Or I think we can get these fish to run a little bit and then finally just get sick of running from us and stop. You can kind of just read them after doing it so much. Go ahead, Mark. Um, um, also, you guys just got done fishing. I said the last two episodes were Upper Upper Michigan and, and in Maine. This is only yep. your third year of the Crappie Chronicles. You obviously have not had an opportunity to test the entire state with your show. Why go as far as Michigan and Maine when you still have a lot of Minnesota left? What brought you, what made that decision for you? Uh, it's kind of some places that we wanted to just go and try, and we've heard that, you know, like, yeah, we know there's, we kind of say the biggest ones in the, in the Midwest or in Minnesota in this area. Well, we had heard, you know, yeah, there's fish out here and here. Let's go. We just thought we'd go try it, kind of show people something outside of the metro like i'm sure people just got sick of us seeing us fish in the same 60 miles all the time and we were just like well let's just expand it this year we're going to come back i mean we're just we just thought we'd do something where we could show people to travel you know mean basically take people on um destination locations that maybe they don't go to won't ever go to but yeah. they can just come along with us so. what was your, what was your biggest surprise then in the main trip as far as fishing goes, what did you learn that you, you were surprised about? <laughs> there was a lot. I mean, just the way they fish, it's like they're probably 20 to 30 years behind us fish in fishing. Really? Just the way they check ice, to fishing, to basically everything about it. I mean, we've seen, what, one guy with an elect- with electronics out there out of the 50 people we've seen ice fishing? Wow. Like you don't, and, and we've seen one guy with a fishing rod. So, I mean, everybody else is doing a tip up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and interesting. And so these, these fish just don't see or get pressured at all. I mean, so they were very, very easy to catch. Go ahead. Right, Sam's got one. Real quick, we got one minute left. And then, uh, yep. how do they check ice? That's interesting. How do they check ice? You said the way they check ice is different than how we do. Well, yeah, so they just get on a four-wheeler and they put, they send Jim out there. And if Jim falls through, it's not good. And if he makes it, they all go fishing. If you're not laughing, you are Jim. <laughs> they, they do not have, they don't wear safety gear. They don't have a spud bar. They just, either they'll drive out there with the wheeler or they just start walking with their auger in hand. And, oh, well, it didn't break. I'm good. Let's start putting out jack traps and start fishing. Fun. I'm excited for you, man. It sounds like you guys you guys are a great group together. You all complement each other as far as yep. personalities and things and skills, and it's really a lot of fun. You guys have to find Crappie Chronicles. This season's over, but you can find it on YouTube, whatever, but um, what's, this, what's the best place to find Crappie Chronicles? I know you can subscribe to the channel, so tell us what they have to do to see your, see your show. Um, so they'll want to go to Bart's YouTube channel. They'll subscribe to that. Um, but to find it, just go to YouTube, type in Crappie Chronicles, and it'll pop up right away, and then just start watching. It's a lot of fun. I'm proud of you, man. 
Adam Griffith and all the boys you have there and Waldo and Pink. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll pay Pink $100 to come over and cook dinner for my wife, Diana. All right? Is that he said name? he'll take it. <laughs> Is he in the truck with you right now? <laughs> yeah, he's sitting behind me. Yeah. So. I tell you what, and Pink, you should pay me because my wife is hot, man. You would, uh, you would, you would benefit more than she would. Take care, drive, <laughs> drive carefully, you guys. Get home safely. Keep it up. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's crazy, which 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 I enjoy. And uh, Adam, you get uh, have a great uh, spring and summer and all that kind of good stuff. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me yeah, on. Thanks for being on the show. That's, that's, that's a good man there, Adam Griffith. Uh, we knew him before he was famous. We knew him before he was famous. Boy, and that takes guts to be able to leave your full-time job, and I'm going to guide full-time. Good for him. He's a great young man. Thanks for listening to the 4 Outdoors, everybody. Real Talk Outdoors is coming up. Sam and I say goodbye, but Mark's got something to say as Get well. outside and make some memories.